You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. When I tell you that my legs are a carpet right now, I mean it. <laughs> I'm Emma. And I'm Cass. This is Honey Do Me Podcast. <laughs> it's incredible. It really is. I don't like shaving my legs. Like, I don't like shaving, period. Mm-hmm. I don't like <laughs> I don't like the way a razor feels in my skin. <laughs> Amongst my skin. <laughs> I just like there's no point, especially in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, when I let them go, mama lets them go. <laughs> Mama commits. Hey, mama commits. I have to like change out the razor heads like a leg mm. through when it's been a while. Nice. But it is what it is. Your winter coat. My winter coat. <laughs> Your leg warmers. Yeah. Okay. I did see a TikTok the other day though um, that was showing like a rebranding of Nair that like doesn't stink or burn or cu- and she's this person specializes in sensitive skincare like i think they were a scientist or something so i don't know it is nair rebranded it is it's literally oh, nair okay but it's one that doesn't cause chemical burns and oh smell God. like the inside of an inferno's asshole yeah um, that shit was rough mm-hmm. in high school yeah that was so bad it's also so easy it's so easy mm-hmm. but that's great that it's been rebranded to yeah. something Healthy, something that's not going to take off the top layer of yeah, skin. That shit it. was. There was no hiding what you were doing in the bathroom. No, mother could not come in for <laughs> thirty to forty minutes. Mama, mama, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's great to hear. Maybe yeah. I'll use it my next go around when I. She did say get like an exfoliating glove though. Ooh, okay. Um, so when you're washing it off in the shower, use the exfoliating glove. Okay. To get it all off, and that um, gotcha help. I and if you don't want to remove hair, that's your business like as me. well. Like me, I do it once every blue moon. <laughs> once every six months. <laughs> it's damn near. <laughs> feels like. I also want to get an at-home waxing kit, but I need someone to help me with the butt. Cass. Great. Great. <laughs> oh my God. I tried to shave. Like I was going away for the weekend or something with my boyfriend and it was just getting out there, the <laughs> bikini line. So I was like, oh, I'll just trim up that yeah. part and like between the cheeks a little bit. Regretted it immediately, <laughs> instantly. Mm-hmm. It's fun when the water's there because your butt slides past itself and right. it's like, that's fun. Your I feel like a dolphin. Past yeah. It goes like <laughs> yeah. real nice and yeah. dolphin like. Yeah. And then immediately four hours later, you're like, there's a cactus in my ass. Absolutely. And I'm so upset. I don't care. I don't even want you down there. Everything itches. Everything hurts. Everything's a little red yeah. and a little pokier I have, than I have it was razor before. bumps. Yeah. Yeah. Not fucking worth it. Don't mm-hmm. touch me. And I'm mad. I'm mad at all of you. I'm super mad <laughs> at the world. <laughs> at the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Well, I got that like laser hair thingy oh. so you can borrow that if you want i use it for my pits because i also don't shave them because <laughs> there's another another forest it really is yeah i just 
<laughs> that, that one's a long-term oil. commitment because you have to do it a couple of times a week. And I've never committed to something oh, that intensely in my life. No, I don't even. I've drink never done water anything a couple of times a week, times a week. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for six weeks. Yeah. No. Yeah. Interesting. Well, today is not actually about hair removal or maintenance. No. I ro- weirdly. Weirdly. I'm sorry if you were lured into a false belief. Yeah. It's not though. It's about the things we've learned these past this past year. Mm-hmm. And the best fucking shit that has changed our lives and our sex lives. Mm-hmm. Our absolute favorite things. Favorite things. Things mm-hmm. that we have now lived by mm-hmm. that have improved everything about our existence. Absolutely. So I'm going to go first. Yeah, you're going to go first. And then next week, you'll hear mine. Yes. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. So first of all, I want to put it out there that this year has been incredible with who we've talked to. Like Absolutely. there has been just some amazing people that we have met, that have given us their time. Like, I am blown away mm-hmm. by what we've been able to do this year. And I have never had better sex than I've ever had in my entire life than I've had this year. Thank you for the seal clap. I appreciate it. Thank you. I that forgot one. that was on YouTube. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of chins you made. Huh. <laughs> I liked it, though, and I needed the applause. Yeah, you did. Thank you for the reassurance. I committed. Um, <laughs> I committed. But also this year, I feel like I've had more inconsistencies with just my life, like highs and lows. <laughs> yeah. So the things that I've taken away have definitely been like advice that has just become my like mantra mm-hmm. for life. And which in turn has like affected my sex life because everything is connected. Everything. Everything. Like mm-hmm. in the upside down. It's a hive mind. Hive mind. Everything is a hive mind in your life. My vagina, hive the mind. butterflies in the sky. <laughs> hive mind. Correct. <laughs> Everything Butterfly is flaps its wing in China. My labia are flapping. <laughs> my labia begin to flutter. They become a flutter. A flutter. Correct. Mm-hmm. So it all is interwoven, mm-hmm. and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start out with something that really impacted me in like the height of my singledom. Okay. Shani Silver. And she was the pro on living your best fucking single life. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to start with a clip from her and then we'll get into it. So here's that. I cannot with this like sole focus on dating and you're only allowed to give a shit about dating until you find someone. And we just prove it to singles over and over and over again. Every app created for singles is about dating. Everything reiterates to us that the only thing that should matter to us partnered is dating. There is a whole world of stuff that you get to give a shit about. And it's all really fun and beautiful and relaxing and joyous and restorative and full of community. And like, oh my God, there's so much shit you could get into. Like, I mean, yeah, the the world is literally your oyster. And I get very upset when I remember how much society has shrunken down a single person's aperture so that you can only look through light the size of a pinhole. That's, that's all we're allowed. Until you're partnered, you can't really live. So what's hard for me is that I feel like when I was single, I really honed in on I'm single, I'm waiting to date someone so my life can start. Mm-hmm. But while at the same time trying to be like, I don't need anyone because I'm also having fun being single. Right. So I didn't know how to separate those thoughts until we had this conversation. And she made it just so clear. It was like, go live your fucking life. Find a hobby. Find a friend. Find a fucking hobby. (laughs) You don't need a penis or a vagina. Find a hobby. Yeah, (laughs) that's almost exactly like the tone Mm -hmm. in which she said it to us, which we needed because it's clear. Like, it's so simple. 
find a community, find something that interests you because life is amazing and vast and dating isn't the epicenter Mm -hmm. of what it means to exist in this world, which I loved. And later, which isn't in this clip, but there's just so much that resonated with me that I'm not going to like add mm-hmm. 17 clips. Um, <laughs> just play the entire episode. <laughs> yes. Go listen to the episode if you every, haven't. Every section isn't just going to be four hours long <laughs> yeah. because we're going to add in clips. Um, but I'm a hopeless romantic. I'll always be a hopeless romantic. Like That's never going to change no matter how like confident in a single life I could be. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where I was getting like a little identity crisis because I'm like, how do I not give up loving love while being someone that like enjoys a single life. Yeah. You know, and the way that, and she just like explains it, like be that, love it, but don't let it bring you down. Mm -hmm. Just let that like fantasy life in your mind bring you forward, Mm -hmm. which I loved. Yeah. And I thought that was really beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. And another one that I think, (laughs) sorry, there's like three from her, um, that I think resonated with both of us was when she spoke about like being single doesn't make you less than in groups or with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so especially if like you go out with all your friends and you guys get an Airbnb and because mm-hmm. you're single, you sleep on the couch. This has mm-hmm. never happened in my friend group, but this is like, <laughs> are you saying something? <laughs> I'm just saying. But it was something that like really resonated with me. Like because mm-hmm. you're the single one, you have to take like the lesser than option. Yeah. Which I feel like you talked about that. Like we've mentioned it like with your mom before and then Mm -hmm. with me. It's like that has happened in life and then the single person accepts it. Exactly. Because you assume, oh, well, they're a partnership. So, of course, they should get their own bedroom. Why? Because they should be fucking right there next to you? Right. No, you should be masturbating for everyone to hear. In my own privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Or on the couch (laughs) in front of everyone. You let them choose what they want. But it totally switched that like mentality of – why do we give couples the room? Mm-hmm. Why do we give couples like at Christmas the like option to decide? I don't know. You know, yeah. it's couples get priority. And why does that make them more of a priority? Because there's two people. What is that saying That's... about your validity as a human being? You know, it's saying we're only valid when we're in relationship. Exactly. And that is the most fucked up thing that you can tell anyone, because that's why we don't develop our own identities. That's why people end up in marriages and 50 years down the line, they're like, I'm still fucking unhappy. And I also don't have a sense of self. Right. Like, yeah, because nobody told you you should. Your goal was to right. find that person and then you're done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't fix anything. It mm-hmm. really doesn't fix anything. Yeah, exactly. Like all of this like value just gets skewed within our family, mm-hmm. our friend group, whatever. Like events just change when you're the couple or the single person. And it's just your experience is so different. And that would just resonated with me when she like brought that up. I'm like, fuck Absolutely. yeah. You accept it because you're like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm but that's shitty. But it doesn't make sense. The only reason it makes sense is because we've decided that finding a relationship is the most important thing that you can do. But that's also so weird. Like why is, you know, romantic partnership the most important thing? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like my, yes, I have a lot of love for my husband and I have a lot of love for you. Mm -hmm. It's different love. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other or more important than the other. Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me, but right. I am told that like my love for my husband should be more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then my love for my, yeah. if I have kids should be for more than anybody else. But it's like, mm-hmm. why can't it just be different? Right. And not, you know, put into this hierarchy mm-hmm. of 
that's the number one thing that you should do. Right. I think we went over that in that episode where you were like, which relationship should we be prioritizing mm -hmm. in our lives? Like, that's just, such a smart question. That's, <laughs> honestly, that's so wise of me. That's so fucking wise. But you, I think you asked that about like, so does that mean my relationship has to come first above all other mm -hmm. relationships? And yeah, I mean, that's just, that's what everyone tells you. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make a lot of because sense. Because I don't want like our relationship to become invalid just because I have a boyfriend. Exactly. Or something. Like that doesn't also to be fair though, I put you before <laughs> most people in my life. So maybe that's something to look into. But like we put I don't this. think we need to look into our relationship. It is what it is. It is what it is. Honestly, that's happy. the structure. <laughs> I'm thriving. So period on that one. They need to find friends if they're unhappy with Sounds us. Sounds like you need friends. Yeah. Like you need a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Find a hobby. Mine's Emma. <laughs> so true. That's though. kind of true. Fuck. Yeah. You are my hobby. I know you're my hobby too. It's huh. We should separate that more. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I've always been like, I don't have a hobby. <laughs> I do. It's my friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's so funny. But that was the first thing that like really resonated with me because I was single for a year and a half mm -hmm. um after my last relationship. And I feel like I was kind of flailing with the identity of singledom mm -hmm. before this interview. So that one really helped like set me down on the straight and narrow mm -hmm. <laughs> where I should be putting my values. Cause not only is there nothing wrong with being single, being single should be amazing. It should be right. great. Just like having kids or not having kids should be great. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, exactly. Why are we prioritizing? Correct. Any fucking thing. Any fucking Other thing. Other than fun and happiness. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I didn't do that. Um, I'm going to take that one back. So kind of off of that, like what comes along with finding yourself, I feel mm -hmm. like, is confidence in being who you are after that. Yes. <laughs> and thinking of yourself as like a sexual, seductive being. Mm -hmm. Because that's been really hard. I feel like you and I have both talked about that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a woman. I think I think I'm a girl. Like yes. I'm a girl who doesn't uh, like can't be sexy because I'm so incompetent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that was a really good way to put it. I'm not a woman. I don't think of myself as a woman. No, and exactly. Like I remember I don't even remember what I was listening to, but someone said like I don't think of myself as a woman. A woman is this person. This person is definitely right. a woman. I'm not. And that resonated so much. I'm like, I don't think of myself as like a sexy woman. Mm -hmm. I'm just Emma. <laughs> I'm just, just me. Little old M. Little old M. <laughs> um, so our interview with Danica mm -hmm. was huge on being a seductive person because not only did she talk about like confidence and just being who you are and getting paid for everything you put on the table. Absolutely. <laughs> because fuck yeah, you should be. Yeah. But she also... Um, literally told you how to look seductive mm -hmm. and fucking own it. Like how to walk, how to talk, how to like smize, how to whatever. Mm -hmm. I practiced that walk that she described <laughs> so many times. I don't think I can pull it off as well as she can, but hey, I tried. But you're doing what you can. Yes, exactly. So, but one of the things that really resonated with me was something that she mentioned at the end of the episode. So I'll just play that now and then go into it. And there's another thing I'm big on saying is quotes. And there's one quote that I absolutely have always loved. It's like, um, I know what I bring to the table, so I'm not afraid to eat alone. 
And I think it's very, very true. Like not to my own horn, but I know I'm a very well-rounded person. So like, I'm not lacking something in my life that someone else needs to bring in. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with the nose. I'm okay with the single time. I'm okay with like doing me for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think society, a lot of the time we put this pressure on people that to be successful, you have to have a partner, you're getting married or you're having kids. And these are these landmarks of success in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just so outdated nowadays. So I've been like muttering this to myself now for the past year since we've talked to her because it just feels so powerful of not saying that I have to be alone, but it's like, know what the fuck you bring to the table. Yeah. Know who you are and own that. And don't be afraid to like, if someone comes at you and is like, oh, you're not this, you're not mm-hmm. that. It's like, no, fuck you. I know mm-hmm. exactly what I bring to the table. And like, I'm not afraid to be alone. Exactly. I have to. I just thought it was so powerful. Well, and if you don't know what you're bringing to the table, I mm-hmm. feel like you will settle for somebody sitting down at that table who is offering you the fucking bare minimum, mm-hmm. if that. So if that. True. Because I feel like bare minimum should be like decency, yeah. kindness, mm-hmm. courtesy. That's not bare minimum right. anymore. Right. It feels like it mm-hmm. should be. Um, but you'll accept so much less if you are unaware of that big hefty plate of steak you are bringing yourself. <laughs> yes, or veggies if you're yeah. a vegetarian. Vegan steak. <laughs> Vegan steak. Exactly. And I just feel like that expanded into like owning my sexuality. Sexuality? Sensuality. There we mm-hmm. go. And sexuality. Yeah. Sure. All of it. Um, and just like what I've accomplished in this past year. Like we've done so much shit with this podcast. And I mean shit in a good way. Good you shit. guys are wonderful. Yeah. Um, we've done so much shit there. I've done great things with like my mm-hmm. nine to five, mm-hmm. my family, my friends, like relationships, all of that has been so successful. And so like own that and let that bleed into how you carry yourself like as whoever you are, but for me as a woman and how I think of myself in like a sexual, sensual way. Mm-hmm. Um, Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So I don't know. I'm still trying to live up to her, but that mantra helps like me remember what I felt like Mm -hmm. in that interview. Absolutely. She's so cool. So fucking cool. And it's such a like, you're right. I don't think of myself as like a sexy woman or like a seductress or anything. But that episode was a reminder that like I do have the capacity for those things. And Mm -hmm. the reason I don't feel that way is because I don't let myself feel that way. Nobody is telling me those things. And even if they were, fuck them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am actively telling myself that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it feel like I am not. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I don't think she's ever talked down to herself, or at least not in a very long time. Yeah. I don't think. Because, uh, yeah, just the way that she talks about her own life and how she can, like, be a magnetic presence mm -hmm. to anyone in the room. Because, one, she thinks that she is. Mm -hmm. And, two, she comes off like, I deserve your attention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then she does. She gets it. And then it. she is magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> so, <know>. yeah. <sighs> so that just felt really, like, resonating and good to carry with me throughout this last year. Mm -hmm. And so in my, those two kind of carried me through the first half of the year, being single, figuring out who I was mm -hmm. as that single person with personal highs and lows. <laughs> there were a lot of them. <laughs> there were some times there in there. There were some times. Cass and I were just talking about it before this. It was, <laughs> there were some times. Mm -hmm. um, and then this next one kind of brought me through my relationship phase where you and I have learned so much mm -hmm. from our guests in like doing this podcast in our community. And so I feel like I went into my relationship fucking flawless, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I get it. I feel like I, I it. was high and fucking mighty, could do no wrong. Like as much as I don't think about myself that, that way in any other aspect <laughs> of my life, <laughs> I do, I did in relationships and in inner relationships with like friends and you know romantic partners because i just thought like i have all this info i know how to apply it mm -hmm. i'm perfect and then we did an episode <laughs> about being toxic yeah i personally didn't think this was going to be focused on me at all we didn't mean to no we didn't mean we to came have in it with all us. your fucking yeah, questions yeah we tried to bring in your guys' stuff yeah. we're like i bet they're toxic as point fuck. the finger at everyone else <laughs> i mean we do all the same things you do but I wasn't going to say that. No, these were submissions, anonymous <laughs> submissions. <laughs> and then we didn't even get to that round because we stayed at our own personal mm -hmm. examples and submissions. Um, so I'll just leave, I'll just start with like the most impactful thing I heard from Jen and M from Shrink Chicks. Uh, so here's that. My anti-relational trait was that I'm better than you <laughs> because I can do it faster. And I say that's with love, but that's just how I f it feels on the inside. It's like, oh, well, I can process this faster. Can't wait for you to catch up, you know? And I know that's mm -hmm. not fair. Oh, Emma, you and I, <laughs> you and I are kindred souls, just so you know. <laughs> My processing time is unbelievable. My partner's is not. And it's overwhelming to him how fast mine is. And his is paralyzing to me by how slow it is. I get mad at him. He gets frustrated with me, right? And part of that is I get into, when I get activated in that, I get into what is deemed as um, unbridled self-expression where I talk and talk and talk because I think that like, yes. you're going to hear me or you're yes. going to do something, right? And like part of this is like a childhood of like really not being heard the way you needed to. Um, part of it's ADHD. Part of it's being um, a woman who runs a business and has a child and a whole bunch of other stuff. But also a lot of it is simply personality traits. And I've done the same thing in my relationship, which is I'm better catch up to mm -hmm. me. And the difference is as opposed to, first of all, just because we live in a society that's obsessed with quick pace does not mean I'm better. And why don't I slow down for you? And I let that be like a power play mm -hmm. in my relationship. I let that kind of be like, oh, we're going into this fight, but... I mean, I've already won. I've already won. I'm going to uh -huh. come out knowing 
how to solve this mm -hmm. because I can A, process things faster, B, have just like a higher emotional intelligence, you know? And I'm waiting for him to catch up, which she mm -hmm. says in the quote, but it's like, why don't I just slow the fuck down right. and look at things that maybe I'm not seeing? So this was a huge episode for like, putting the mirror up in front of me and my behavior, <laughs> which I'm, I'm not saying I'm like the worst person in the world, no. but I had attitudes about things that were hurting me and not helping me. Yes. In my relationship. So I'm in the same spot. I think everybody's, I think that's why it was like, we didn't even necessarily bring up those examples. Em and Jen just started to bring them up and we we're like, yeah. Oh, so like you're, you're attacking me that from my heart. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, it's fucking hard to admit that you're wrong. And that is coming from somebody who would have said, oh yeah, I will always admit when I'm wrong. Yes. I'll always admit when I'm wrong. I take <laughs> criticism. I do all of that. Mm -hmm. Not really. Mm -hmm. Not fucking really. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's hard is that I was thinking that I could be this person that like could apologize when I mm -hmm. had to and could be like, you're right. I, I didn't, I should have done that. But like, but they were never right. So yeah, why would I ever apologize? <laughs> why would I apologize? What would I apologize for? Um, so I just wasn't looking closely enough at other things that were obstacles, not with everyone, but with who I'm with, you know? And I think that was the issue. I didn't slow down, and I'm still working on slowing down. This was literally like four weeks ago, so I'm not perfect. But <laughs> I haven't slowed down to look at who I'm with. It's just like who I am to most people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this is good enough. This is good enough. <laughs> Four out of six ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and I just love their approach to it. You know, it's like really looking down deep at like the, emo trying to process the emotion, not be the emotion, which I've had an issue with. Mm -hmm. I didn't put that in the quote, but that was also another thing that stuck with me. Cause mm -hmm. I, I, I used to be, a, be an emotion and it was anger. <laughs> It was pissed off. Yeah. It's fucking hard not to be. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just the whole idea of like, I do think I'm better still. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I realize that's wrong. And I feel like that's a really hard thing to say. And I think that's a really hard thing for people to say in any type of situation. I think a lot of us feel it. I think a lot of us feel like we're better, especially mm -hmm. when we're fighting with somebody and they're, you know, we can't really see their perspective. It's like, well, of mm -hmm. course I'm better. Right. But it's just like... Mm -hmm. I fucking, I don't really know how to get over that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we keep getting handed all this great advice. I know. But not anywhere to like work where through I put it. it. Where do I put it? So yeah, I'll admit to get therapy. I think I'm better. <laughs> yeah. Now what? Now what? But yeah. it has, I have been trying to recognize things more mm -hmm. during fights with my partner. Like, and he's been saying this one thing. You're going to, if you're listening, stop listening because I don't want stop you to know it. you're right in this. Um, but we'll start having a conversation. And he's like, have you already decided how this is going to go? Oh, fuck. God damn it. God and fucking like, game. That's like the secret card. Yeah. How did he of know that Of course I've already decided how this is going to go. He's like, have you already decided what I did wrong? Have you already decided what I meant and like what I did? Fuck. And it's like, Yeah. Of yes, course. because I know all. I'm omniscient. You don't decide things. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Fuck. Yeah. That so good hurts. on him for that question, because that's a great question it's a great to card to play, my friend. That's you a got great me. card. You got me by the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and I am writhing You got in me in a chokehold here. <laughs> yeah. Right by the balls. Quite a cock ring hold you have on me. 
<laughs> real tight. Uh, yeah, that that's hard. There were so many like aha moments throughout that interview, throughout this whole year. Yes. Like people I, you know, I just, the list could go on with who has changed my fucking life. Like our interviews with Victoria Albina as well. Oh my God. Like I, I couldn't pick any three, so mm-hmm. she's not in this rotation, but she has changed my life forever. Hands um, down. It's just been such like a look at yourself type of year mm-hmm. for me. Um, Cause I feel like I, I just put value in different places. And sometimes when those places felt in jeopardy, you know, you lose your identity for mm-hmm. that time and then you flail, you know? So these people have totally helped me have an identity outside of like the sex I'm having right mm-hmm. then, the person I'm with right then, you know, and a breakup I'm going through right then. And it's just, I don't know, it's helped kind of elevate. <laughs> Yeah. And feel better and more solid. We let ourselves get kind of leveled this yeah. year. Like Fucking I feel rocked, like we, man. Yeah, we got we let ourselves get rocked. Yeah. This year we let ourselves get shaken and kind of like brought to our knees of like, oh mm-hmm. fuck. Humbling. Yeah. I <laughs> was not doing the right thing. I was toxic. Cause you know, we can make as many jokes as we want about being toxic, but like I've done some toxic shit. Like toxic I have hurt shit. I have actively hurt my relationship is mm-hmm. what I've learned this year. And then I have, you know, done great things for my right, relationship. Right. And I don't know, in yeah. specifically with, I don't know. Yeah. There's so much shit to say. Exactly. <laughs> and this isn't like a, a time for me to reflect on all the bad things I've done. Cause I've also mm-hmm. think I've been really cool this year, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> I've been fucking sick. You've been man. wicked. <laughs> Hella wicked, bro. <laughs> so, um, But it's just like these have definitely added to my life and added to my sex life Mm -hmm. and my communication, which I mean, I don't think we could say it enough, even though it sounds boring to title it. But Mm -hmm. communication directly impacts the sex you have directly. One hundred percent. It's a one to one. (laughs) It's a one to one ratio. Uh If you don't have the words to describe either what you're feeling, your lack of confidence, your lack of. X, Y, Z. What you need. What you need. What you want. And like what you liked. Like yeah. say something happened and maybe it was an accident in the bedroom. Like mm-hmm. their fingers slipped towards your butt. But like mm-hmm. you're too embarrassed to say that like felt really good. Yeah. You know, you're never going to. I want two fingers. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> Give me that peanut butter dip in the jar. <laughs> Tap a swizzle. Know what I mean? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Do you feel me? Are you picking up what I'm laying on the ground? <laughs> what I'm slathering on some toast right here. Eat it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just directly impacted the sex I've had this year mm-hmm. with my boyfriend specifically. Mm-hmm. And we've tried out different things that I never thought I'd be into. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of had a gist that I was into... Um, being like dominated, mm-hmm. being spat on, <laughs> but not to the fucking extent uh-huh. of being spit in my mouth. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Also, I have the privilege of being with a partner who doesn't yuck my yums yeah. also. Right. Cause I, I don't know if, have we talked about on the podcast where I've talked about being peed on or the curiosity? No, I, that's never happened. Oh, to me. I was like, you no. were telling them before <laughs> me. <laughs> You are telling me. everyone else before me. <laughs> wow. I don't think we've talked about it. No, but I our uh, interview a long time ago, I don't think it was this year, with Layla London, we were mm. talking about 
different interests. And I was mm-hmm. explaining the things I've liked in the bedroom mm-hmm. before. And she's like, oh, I have a whole fucking list of things that you could be into then if you're like talking about this. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own fucking <laughs> adventure. And she brought up being peed on. And I was like, you're bananas. You are uh-huh. out to lunch. But then I was like, well, I maybe. And I've never tried it, but Warming I brought it up. Warming up to the idea. Yeah. <laughs> But I've brought it up to him and he's mm-hmm. like, I'll do it if you want. And, yeah. You know, there's just like so much curiosity that has entered the bedroom for me this mm-hmm. year that I would never would have had without the communication and all three of these people um, or interviews. Tips. Tips. <laughs> fucking tips. Yeah. I feel like my biggest takeaway overall is like, let yourself be wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You are letting yourself be wrong because you thought you weren't, you definitely would never let somebody pee on you. Yeah, you yeah. were wrong and you're letting yourself yeah. be wrong. And maybe right. you won't be into it. Who knows? Yeah. But like you're letting yourself be wrong enough to give yourself an experience. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, fucking up toxically in your relationship, let yourself <laughs> be wrong. Let yeah. yourself do the wrong thing because if we don't let ourselves like admit that we're wrong, mm-hmm. we can't move into what's right. Right. And I feel like that's true with, you know, I think something we talk about a lot is critiquing a partner, which can be mm. really hard and accepting critique. But like, you know, if you are going down on me in a way that does not feel good, let yourself be wrong. Right. So that it can feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, what is our goal? And I feel like right. that goes back to shrink chicks of like, is your goal to be right or is your goal to be happy? Yes, absolutely. And it's like, it sh- I fucking hope I it's want to, be happy. to be happy. There have been a couple times since she said that that I'm like, I'm choosing to be right. I'm going to choose to be right. I'm going to go this way. It's right. Yeah. In an alternate universe, she chose to be happy. But today, I'm choosing to be right. Thank you. This bitch chose to be right. (laughs) And I see the repercussions. I'm okay with that. It's like, pick your battles. I'm picking this one. I'm fucking picking this one. This one's mine. And another one that keeps coming up in like multiple interviews we've had Mm -hmm. is like staying curious as well. Which like, be curious about who you keep evolving into. Be curious Mm -hmm. about who your partner keeps evolving into if you have one. Like, staying curious through this we are so young we were just first of all your 20s suck i'm gonna say that (laughs) this has been hard but we are in our 20s like this is so so tiny Mm -hmm. in the way of the world so like stay fucking curious for who you're changing into and what like maybe is coming out as you're discovering more about yourself so that's kind of been where i've been at this Mm -hmm. year thank you for coming to this talk stay curious let yourself be wrong, and you're not special. Yeah, the three things the you can learn from Honey Do fucking Me. pillars. The three horsemen. The three <laughs> horsemen of exactly. Honey Do Me. Correct, correct. So, those are my most helpful tips from this year. Um, they'll get you better sex. Yeah, they'll get you belief. a better life. Get you a better fucking life. I promise you. Mm. Um, and that's all I have for you today. Beautiful. Yes. Well, next week. You can look forward to Cass's. It's my turn, babies. Fuck yeah. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.